0: Did you know that there's one thing Christians and non-Christians agree on? They both hate evangelism. Non-Christians complain that they're annoyed when people they hardly know try to talk to them about religion. And most Christians enjoy talking about their faith even less. I'm Bill Peel from the Center for Faith at Work at Laterno University and co-author of Workplace Grace with a thought on how to take your faith to work and become a spiritual influence in your workplace. Since only about 1 in 8 Christians say they have the gift of evangelism, it's not surprising that everyone else feels awkward using evangelistic techniques geared for the gifted. So what about the rest of us? Are we supposed to keep our mouths shut and let the pros do the work? Well, according to the Bible, even though only some people have the gift of evangelism, all of us play a role in the work of evangelism, whether we're gifted or not. As I examine Scripture I stumbled across a fact largely ignored by modern evangelistic methods. That is that evangelism is not an event. It is a process. It is less about imparting a set of facts about the gospel than it is about a process, usually a prolonged process, that begins by cultivating someone's heart to receive the message. It's organic, not mechanical. Interestingly, Scripture consistently chooses an organic model to describe evangelism. evangelism is a process, much like growing a crop, involving cultivation, planting, and then harvest. The parable of the soils in Matthew 13 gives us a clear picture of what happens when soil is improperly cultivated. There's little or no harvest. I believe it's time to go back to the farm if we want our faith to impact others. Like growing a crop, evangelism takes a lot of cultivation, cultivating relationships and investing persistent effort over an extended period of time that builds trust in the heart of someone else. Whoever said it is right. People don't care how much we know until they know how much we care. For gifted evangelists, such preliminaries may seem like a waste of time, but if there's no cultivation. There will be no one for the gifted evangelist to harvest. The journey of faith takes place as a person makes a multitude of small, incremental decisions when confronted with spiritual realities. This means that the greatest privilege in the world, being part of someone's spiritual journey to Jesus, can begin with something as simple as having a cup of coffee with a colleague, listening compassionately when a customer shares why he or she's had a hard week, or doing something above and beyond the call of duty for a boss or an employee. It's not complicated. Small actions and simple acts of service to others in the course of everyday life have a bigger impact than the spiritual interruptions we awkwardly attempt out of guilt. Becoming a spiritually influential person at work doesn't take the gift of evangelism, but it does take a person who loves people, something every Christian has the capacity for in Christ. If you don't consider yourself a gifted evangelist, you don't have to sit on the sidelines. By cultivating trusting relationships through kindness, care, and consideration, you can see people with whom you work take steady, incremental steps closer to faith in Jesus. Now here's something you can begin today. Make a list of simple acts of kindness you can do today to express the love of Jesus to someone at work. What an easy way to take your faith to work. Thanks for listening. For more resources to help you take your faith to work, visit our website at www.centerforfaithandwork.com.